welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I am one of your hosts, Spider. I am joined, as always, by Mr. VIP Frankie Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am awesome. Thank you for asking. That's usually my response to that question, so I don't have to think of clever things to say. <laughs> Standard answer. It covers everything. It actually inspires a lot of people. It, it takes people off, off, you know, off kilter. They're like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm good." <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, "Just good? That's it? I'm awesome? You're just good? Well, it's getting better." I'm like, "Okay, slow down." It's like you're you're raising their level because if you'd be like, mm, "I'm all right," you're like, "Damn, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of all right too." But if you come out the gate like, "No, nah, I'm awesome. I'm loving life," they're like, "All right, man, yeah. things aren't so bad for me." There you go. And that's the whole, that's the energy I'm hoping to give. And I'm just, you know, trying to get a little back. Can I get a little back from y'all? I mean, it's, I understand people going through stuff, but it's, right. come on. You got to see that some look, brighter days are coming. It's going to yeah. be okay. Look on the bright side of things. Silver linings in the sky. You know, just some positivity. That's all we need. Some positivity in the world. But if you didn't know, this is all things super, where every week we talk about the movies, the TV shows, and trailers, all in the superhero genre, and we answer the question, is it super? Is, is it? We're going to find out, because today <laughs> we are talking about episode three of Moon Knight. So, if you watched our previous episodes talking about Moon Knight, you understand the type of feelings that we have about the show, but let's get into episode three. Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington, how... Are you feeling about episode three of Moon Knight? You know what? If you guys listen to any of these previous episodes, I've been going kind of ham on Moon Knight. And I was saying, <laughs> I don't know what it is about Moon Knight that I'm missing. I feel like I want to be on the Moon Knight train. Everybody is telling me, oh my God, Moon Knight is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way at all because I see the production, I see the costume, and I figured it out. Mm -hmm. I was watching episode three. This is how I know that Marvel Disney was smart when they released these as a package. They released like the first three to four episodes for their uh, watch parties and yeah, the viewers screeners. and yeah. screeners that generated buzz because I think you needed that to get where I'm starting to be. Um, <clears throat> so they may have come in already there, but at the same time, you know, you know some production companies do that and want to get a good feel about where the show is going and if the, if the consensus saying yes is great because again you saw all of this mm -hmm. it's going to take us to get to where they are to feel how they feel with that said two things hit me one i'm a great source to talk about this situation <laughs> just want you all to know that and two uh i i have an opinion I think it's just me being selfish because I'm finally getting where I need to be. My opinion is Moon Knight should have been a movie. I know what you guys are saying. 
That's a lot of exposition to try to fit into three hours and don't get it twisted. Marvel will take a three hour movie and you will love them for it. So I'm making it sound like, oh, I gotta sit in my seat for three hours. You'll be right there. It's <laughs> age of Ultron. Plus, exactly. <laughs> you done cleared your calendar for the whole day. Marvel got a five hour movie. I got, I'm bringing snacks. <laughs> okay, so I think it's, I think tightly woven would have made a great um, movie. Mm-hmm. I, again, I think the fact that they're dragging the pacing out to give you a little bit more explanation, mm-hmm. I think they're doing a great job, but it may be too slow pace moving for me. I think okay. I figured that part out. But again, because it's taken me so long to get to this part, I had to stop, sit back, relax, and listen. <laughs> and uh, realize that there's a bigger picture at play. I know I've said it a lot. I've said a big threat is coming, and you know, clearly that's going to be Kang, the Conqueror. And right. Marvel's crazy. They might throw somebody else in the mix, and Kang be right there working with the Avengers. Who knows? But something's coming, and when I fell back, and realized we are now in a monster verse of the MCU. Yeah. Understand where we're going. We're going dark. So okay. we'll be looking at Dark Avengers. We'll be looking at uh, the Midnight Suns. We're going dark. Right. We're going really dark this, this way. So okay. even if you realize Moon Knight exactly in the comics depicted besides, I think, couple of a couple of series have the mummy wrappings yeah he was just he was just a guy in a suit now he has the mummy wrappings and they made it sure to get the mummy wrappings even if you look at mr knight's right. shoes they're wrapped like mummy bandages his skin his stuff comes out like bandages who design he's the mummy so we're going with the jackals, which is actually pulling you in to werewolves. We'll have the mummy, we'll have the werewolves. Morbius was supposed to take over as the vampiric, but since that movie did probably about as good as Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked into the numbers on Morbius, so I don't know. I liked Howard the Duck. That was great. I don't want to say I like movies. I, I might get stabbed. But it had its stuff. Okay. <laughs> it, had, it had some stuff. Okay, I'm not saying it's the perfect movie, but I'm saying it had some stuff. But that was supposed to be the vampiric nature. But Marvel, okay, y'all got Morbius. We'll take Dracula. And... Jane Whitman and Black Knight, it's going to get dark because you cannot set the stage to bring Ghost Rider out without getting demonic. At some point in time, Mephisto will show his face. I mean, he doesn't say Satan for the Christians that don't want Satan in the MCU, Um, but he's the devil. And you can't tell the story proper, which they've already shown that they are about telling good origin stories as close as the source material will allow them to do a Disney Plus show or a movie. But 
stepped back and looked at it like that. So now we got the mummy, we got vampires, we got what's the other one? I'm pretty sure we're gonna get an invisible man or somewhere along the line. It's the monster verse. So Frankenstein of some sort's gonna come in. It's the monster verse. We're gonna be fighting monsters and demons and things of that nature. This is this is my realm. This is where I, <laughs> this is Disney, what are you doing? What are you doing down here? What are you doing down here in the muck? Okay, you're supposed to be up there, shining like Captain America. You don't come down here right. trying to run your ways. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> so I mean, the show's getting better for me. And when I stepped back and looked at it, like, okay, we're building something here. Mm. Just like you said, if all these guys weren't here, you had to put it on the back of Hawkeye to hit it in the bullseye <laughs> to get the show back where it needs to be, MCU. But now we're getting an introduction to new characters. We want you to feel something for them. Do you still care? The question is, could Moon Knight die? I asked that like two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. He got, he got shish-kebobbed. <laughs> yeah. He got stabbed a lot. <laughs> it was like, uh, I don't know if any of our listeners or any of the viewers out there remember, it was a game from the 90s called Kerplunk, where basically it was like a little cylinder and there were marbles, and you had to put all the sticks into the cylinder, and you had to you right. take turns pulling the sticks out, and whoever took the stick out and all the marbles fell, they lost. But that was essentially like it was. It was like a plunk with just sticks all, like, just stuck in them. It was horrible. It was rough. And, and maybe I needed to see him go through that to feel something for him. <laughs> I got to see that he's, he's, like, he's, he's vulnerable at some spots. Like, there is like, a way for people to get to him. Like, damn. Hey, they hey, eight is enough. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he can't go nowhere else. <laughs> You're just sticking him for the fun of it. Like, oh, he, not gonna, he can't die. Just hold him in place. Like, god damn. Here's, here's the sorry. thing that I always wonder. Because, all right, naturally... We're in a world of superheroes. It's already been established that all of the Avengers exist. People are aware of them. They know that they're superpower people. So if you are a henchman, you're working for a quote-unquote bad guy. Stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> First of all, yeah, you're you, dumb. Yeah, go, do, go do security somewhere else. I mean, and like, maybe you know, that's a great story, too. Could be. But... Oh, no, no, but, uh, but oh, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, but my question is... We know that there are superpower people, but then there are also people who are like Hawkeye, like Falcon, like Black Widow, who are humans, but are just very skilled humans. So do henchmen care that, okay, there's a person in a suit. Do they immediately know that this is a superpowered person? Or do they just realize it's a person in the suit who is capable of fighting? Because Shang-Chi essentially is a human. He's a very skilled human, but he's a human. So if Shang-Chi is walking down the street and somebody decides to run up on Shang-Chi and shoot him, Shang-Chi is going to die. So when they're like this, (laughs) 
Moon Knight just running spears through him. Do they care that if they're going to kill him? Or <laughs> do they know that this is a superpowered person who's like, I want to just at least contain him? Like, I'm just wondering if they, I'm just, because you said, you said, do we care if he dies? I'm wondering, do the bad guys care if he dies? I don't think they, 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 they care at all. Like, I just want to take this dude out. I don't think they cared at all, man. He literally, like, in one moment, he put his hand up, they stabbed him through the hand, and then <laughs> pulled it down to the crowd. It was like watching the Passion of the Christ. It was like, God <laughs> damn! Y'all just gonna stab the moon, huh? Oh, y'all do that man dirty. He was, yeah. Yes, I feel for him. I mean, and it's sad that that had to happen, but, you know, I got a heart. I was like, dude, this dude is trying to <laughs> save his wife. He trying to make sure Kanchu don't snatch his baby up, you know? Right. And it's like, Steven acting like a little bitch that won't come out and read the... <laughs> no, I'm not going to do this while I'm in prison. He's like, you are literally the worst. <laughs> Ooh, there's bigger things going on than your existence. Like, okay. no, I want the body back. I love how that, I love that now. I love that, you know, because you don't really see that conflict in, in Bruce. It wasn't until Endgame and Infinity War they started to have that Hulk banner type of banter back and forth with each other because it should be conflict. And for Mark and Steven and Jake, He's coming. And Mr. Knight, there should be chaos in the mind. There should right. be, shut up, you know, like, let me do this. Because if the walls are breaking down and, mm. you know, we're fighting over control, there's an argument all the time. And that's why they say there's chaos in you. There's not one personality. There's not two. There's not three. We got four different ones off playing each other. I can't judge you. You, you, right. you're about to break my staff. <laughs> <laughs> so it took a long time for me to get here. I'm, 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 I'm understanding a lot better as I go. And that's what I said. I could change my opinion mm-hmm. all the way at the end. And I think that's what it is. I think the pacing, even though I said it's good, it is good for what it's doing. It's establishing this character. It's going to make you feel for Moon Knight. You understand now his motivations. He's distancing himself from his wife because he doesn't want his wife to become an avatar for Kanchu. He doesn't want to be his fists of vengeance. He doesn't want to be the fist of vengeance. He really kind of wanted his own life back, which really makes me ask this question. Spider, Kanchu, if you... Listen, if you're watching this episode, you know what we're talking about. I'm not giving you swallow warnings. <laughs> just not. I'm just, you, you, why'd you click? Why'd you click on? You, you know what we do. It says Moon Knight Episode 3 review. So, of course, we're going to be talking about you, Episode 3. You know what you just going to click on. You click on. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. No. Anyway, so, uh, what was I saying? You have a question. <laughs> Be mad at me. Be <laughs> mad. Why he doing that? No, because you clicked on it. You knew what we was gonna talk about. So he, Mark is pushing his wife away, being a protector. Right. And then Conscious has now been in prison. The question is, do I really need to go save Conscious? I mean, I literally now have 
what I always wanted. Now, granted, you still have to stop um, Harold from bringing judgment to the world because right. a lot of innocent people are going to die. I mean, people change their mind all the time. I mean, right. you can't tell me I'm going to be a terrorist and I decide I'm not going to be a terrorist. Now, then I'm inadvertently going to become a terrorist. No, that's not how it works. If you right. say you're not going to eat it, and you mean you're not going to eat it? You're going to not, not gonna eat it. it. Right. Until, okay, well, one day I broke down and I ate it, but now it's a paradox because you was going to eat it all the time, right? The paradox. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cinderella. So destiny, yeah. fate, paradox. Exactly. People have, you know, it's a whole conversation about free will. Are we predestined to make these certain decisions or do we have our own free will to choose what we want to do at some point in our lives? Yeah. So that's what they're basing it off, saying, okay, you were going to be evil no matter what, so you're getting judged, and you're going to die. Right. So this is going to be nothing but heaven on earth, because everyone is going to be good. First Matrix crashed that way. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you got to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. The question is, are you bringing Kanchu back? Because one, you need his healing juice. Right. It's clearly, clearly, you can't get stabbed like that again and live. No, <laughs> no absolutely not. Because he's already said, you know, we'll see how good you do without my healing protection. So, Kanchu's uh, gone, and you still got to stop, uh, you know, this from happening. Are you going in to save Kanchu first? Or are you going to try to take a stab at it yourself? Mm. Optimus Fighter, what we doing? <laughs> Look, I, like you said, you can't get far. First of all, we got to... All right, so apparently something happened in the desert with Layla's father. Layla's father got killed. Obviously, Mark had something to do with it because he was definitely charged. Yeah. Um, but... Was it that same? Was it that same instance or that same situation where that's when Mark got saved by Conchu? Uh, yes. So yes, Mark you know, was a mercenary. Yeah, yeah. He got betrayed by his team. Yeah. So yeah, shot up all the hell. Right. So Mark was dead. Conchu saved Mark. So was it really Mark that killed? Layla's father, or did it just get pinned on him? More than likely the second one. Right. So it's here's my thing. So broken, he don't know. Right. So here, here's my thing. So because Conchu saved Mark, obviously Mark's gonna, well, at least some version, Mark, Steve, and Jake, somebody's gonna live. Because right now, at the end of episode three, Mark's lying in the sand. He's out of commission. He doesn't have Conchu's powers anymore. Conchu is now a Shapti. And so Mark's laying there. Well, Steven, because it was Steven when it happened. So Steven's laying there. Steven's unconscious. So how much of his life force is still there if Conchu basically brought him back from the dead? So I think that Obviously, he's got he's got to finish out the the show, so he's gonna come back. And some Jake might come back, Mark might come back, Steven might come back. We don't know who's coming back, but somebody's gonna come back in that body. 
Um, but I think you have to you have to go save Kanshu first. You cannot. We've we've seen we've seen Arthur Harrow be three steps ahead of Kanshu this whole time. Harrow Harrow has Kanshu's number from him. Like, like evil mortal. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Kanchu, because he knew he needed an audience with the god, so he made a solar eclipse. Right, Harold saw that and he was like, you're getting desperate, old bird. He he knew. He was like, everybody keep digging. Don't stop digging no matter what happens. I'm about to be called upon. He knew what was about to happen. He knew exactly what was going to happen. And when he started turning back to Scott, Harold looked up at him he was like, you brought this on yourself. He knew he was about, he knew Kanchu was getting in, encased in a shop. He knows everything that's about to happen. You cannot go up against Harrow without Kanchu's powers. He, he knew he got the, he got the, uh, he got the scarab. He knew where Mark was. He knew how to get to Mark. He knew how to get the scarab, how to find Ahmed's tomb. He knew when they had the council, he knew what was going to happen. He knew exactly what to say to get them to question what Mark was talking about. It was like, this is a broken man. First, are you going to trust a shamed God and the shamed God who's taking advantage of a man who's unwell? It's like, I'm putting these seeds of doubt into their mind. They're not going to listen to a word that you have to say. So I'm free to do whatever it is that I need to do. They went to, um, they went to go find a sarcophagus. Uh, of Sefna. Harold was there. Immediately showed up. Not only did he show up, not only did he show up, he was like, I it's know not. what you're looking for. I'm going to destroy the sarcophagus. So you can't find out where I am. He's one step ahead. He has everything plotted out. He knows he has he, he has everything. It is just all in the plan. And it's like anytime you think that you're gonna stop me, bam, here I am. I'm about to throw a wrench into everything that you're trying to do. You cannot go after this man with just Mark and Layla, just as two regular people. It, it's not gonna happen. Is it crazy that I want to see Layla as uh, the Moon Knight? It is not crazy because I would love to see. It. We saw in episode three that she is fully. Well, I mean, we even saw it in episode two that she's fully capable of holding her own in a fight. Now she doesn't Can have supernatural abil- supernatural abilities, so like when she had that. to fight the, this uh, be the first. Marriage in the MCU that you see a husband and wife kicking keister. Yeah, that's true. There's the only other marriage. Oh, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. Pepper did get into the rescue suit and shot the sky. She didn't. <laughs> she, didn't she didn't hit anything. Uh, go she, back and look at Endgame and Infinity War. She was. She was, she was, she was in the background. She was in the background shoot, fighting. Shoot in the air. That was that was the, the 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 girl power scene where she came down and she, she got involved that. in that. I don't know. She was she in a, she, she was with the she rest of the, she was with the Such rest of the other women. Such a poser. <laughs> she is a poser. But Just no, um, I was about to say the only other. You, that's a great point with uh, Tony and Pepper. But the only other married couple where are they even married anymore was hank and janet when they got janet back but we saw like in a flashback they were trying to stop a missile but we don't have a lot of married super couples in the mcu i mean we barely have people in like super people in relationships so but no you're right 
But uh, yeah, I would like I was saying, you know, she Layla's not super powered enough at present to be able like she couldn't fight off the jackal, but she still attempted to. Like she gave it a best shot. She's like, I don't know what this is, but I'm about to try to my I'm damn. Swing on. I'm a swing on. Damn, Mark. One of them sounds. But um, but no, yeah, I would love to see her in the uh, in moon in as Moon Knight. Well, just give us some juice. I mean, maybe it's coming off of <clears throat> Morbius that I've seen the female just you know get vampired up or juiced up or something. Yeah. Women empowerment, man. That's what I'm talking about. Let these women get some of these. Listen, when she um, did that necklace Ooh. and left your boy with these shoulder straps, <laughs> I was like, I don't even got to take that out, dude. Just leave that in. It's fashionable. It's stylish. Right. You're probably going to bleed out if you take them out. So just walk to the hospital like this. Just walk to the hospital. Technically. <laughs> I'm in here for this. <laughs> Technically, that wouldn't have killed him. I mean, it you hurt. Think he can raise his, you think he can raise his arms up? No, probably not. But, I mean, right here, you're not hitting any major, uh, major organs. It's I basically, am not a doctor. No, to say that on his own. <laughs> I don't know what we're up to here. Please don't stab me in my stomach. <laughs> if, you, if you catch somebody right below the collarbone, there are no major there organs in this area right here. Like you. no, what you say? If he leaves, if he leaves it in, if he gets medical attention, it will stop him from potentially bleeding out. But just stab, getting stabbed right here wouldn't necessarily kill him. You're not enjoying your cereal when you <laughs> all, all this hurt. No, you definitely not. not. This is why I say be a henchman. <laughs> I'll be a Walmart greeter before I be a henchman. Listen, the, the worst thing you want to do, you don't want to be a henchman. But I think that even worse than that, you don't want to be the bad guy's number two. But the bad guy's number two almost always gets it worse. Because, I mean, even the dude, because I, I can't remember his name, but um, even he got stabbed in the back, but he was on a horse riding off into the mist. I think about uh, Jack Nicholson in Batman 1. <laughs> was mm -hmm. like he, he said, Bob. You're always my number one guy. <laughs> and then he, sh he just shoots him. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Where did that come from? <laughs> and it made the movie even better because it made no sense and played into the craziness of the Joker. But I, I mean, that, so shows what, that shows what the Joker is. But no, um, no, I'm, I'm with you with the episode. It's, like you said, it's a slow pace. But it it's sort of understandable because it's a lot of information that they have to get out. And you you can't you can't rush through a story and expect people to care about it. So the situation between Mark and Layla, you can see not only between Mark and Layla, but between Steven and Layla. Because you saw when Steven like first found out who Layla was. And Layla showed up with the divorce papers. And he was like, you know French. You know how to read hieroglyphs. He was like, you are awesome. He was like, I would, I would never divorce you. And it's like, Stephen, this guy who's constantly down on his luck, constantly being looked down upon, you know, by everybody around him. Nobody's even bothering to know his name. Layla is asking for Stephen. Layla's like Stephen is useful to us. Stephen can help us. Let Stephen help He's us. He's my guy, <laughs> right? And Stephen 
until Steven comes out, first of all, I want to say that normally we get like the, the transition between Mark and Steven is like the eyes rolling in the back of the head. And then you like, it, there's like a flash in the scene. There's a transition. Like, all right, they changed in episode three when they're out in the desert and he's like, all right, Steven, time to come out. And it was like, just a beat. All right, cheers then. And it was like, just that, that, that snap, that quick. I was like, that was good. Like for just Oscar yeah. Isaac to make that transition from Mark to Steven just that quick without like the theatrics of it. I love uh, it. But I love it even more, not even from just me watching as a viewer, enjoying a scene in the show. I'm enjoying it because now they're on a more of an understanding. It's not a fight for the body anymore. It's like, all right, I know what my skill set is. I know what your skill set is. So we're gonna, we have to do this together. We can't do this without each other. And I think that it was very apparent when they were fighting in the arena and Mark and Steven was like, all right, this is getting too violent. So he forcibly took over the body, turned into Mr. Knight and like, all right, everybody time out, time out. Let's calm the F down. Let's talk about this. Shout out to um, uh, Star-Lord with the calm the F down. <laughs> everybody calm the F down but no he's like everybody calm the F down let's talk about this let's be reasonable and immediately get stabbed he's like oh, Mark take the body back take the body back <laughs> Steve was like I know I'm not made for this I am not ready for this I can't handle this so for them to have that level of understanding now it's like alright I know what you're good at you know what I'm good at and so now they can just all right, I know to release the body. I know when to give you back the body. And I think that's, that's, that's what's getting me excited for the next few episodes. Because now, if we're in this situation where we can just go back and forth, we're, it's, it's fluid now. So it's just, there's no longer the struggle that we have to watch. There's no longer this struggle. There's not the argument. There's a communication between reflections, but it's not, now. This, we're not at each other's throats anymore. We don't have to fight for control the of the body. You can see where it's gonna go. Yes. Because those, those multiple, you're gonna start to get Jake, Mark, and then Steven, if right. it's Mr. Knight, or vice versa, versa vice. And I think that, is decisive. I told you he's gonna get a new Iron Man for the MCU. I said that. Go back and watch the first episode. I said it. You did I say that. I, I, I figured out what I needed to figure out because that's what I need to do. But now that I understand the complexity of it, I understand the overall scope of it. It's like a tesseract. You can see it from all the sides. You can see it from all the sides, and I understand what part it plays. But it's establishing and doing my selfishness mm-hmm. because I want more Moon Knight <laughs> is right. to have had it just served to me. But I understand it's not for me, it's for everyone right. to bring you in, give you a little history lesson of ancient Egypt and give you a little history lessons of mummification history lessons of jackals and gods and demonic entities and things of that nature it has done a great job of doing all of the above i'm just greedy. i'm just greedy <laughs> like i want it all i want it all i, I, I wanted four episodes that's <laughs> what i wanted yeah why are we not at that level why are we not getting four episodes of a show 
We need to get to that point that we getting screenings. This is uh We're gonna get that. I need more comments. We're gonna get in there. the comment section <laughs> and you hit subscribe and stop because we need to get these days off so we can see the stuff. <laughs> I don't wanna be that in, I wanna see it next right tomorrow. Uh, I have a couple questions for you <laughs> regarding this episode. I got the answers right now. So we talked about the different altars for Mark, Steven, and now the introduction of a third personality or a third Did altar, uh, which we're almost 100% sure is going to be Jake. So we see that apparently we have Steven, who's not necessarily a pacifist, but he's the type of person like, I don't want fighting to be my first option. Let's talk about it. Let's try to figure it out. We have Mark, who is a skilled mercenary, who fights, will kill if necessary. But we saw when he was fighting on the rooftop with a young kid, he didn't knock him out. He was about to punch him. He was like, <laughs> he's just a kid. And he slapped him in the face. Slapped the shit out. Great, great depiction of the different personalities. Yes. Right. And even, and even when they were on the cliff, um, we could see that the kid was injured. Obviously, he had a broken ankle or something. And Kanshu was like, take him to the ledge. Mark was like, he's just a kid. But now we have this hyper-violent, this hyper-violent, just killing machine, potentially Jake Lockley, right? So in episode one, when we were in the streets of the mountain town, was that Mark that woke up and killed the people in the streets or was that Jake? Because we know at some point Mark was there. Mark got the scarab. Mark either jumped or fell or got pushed out of the building and landed in the, the field, broke his jaw. Jaw was all dislocated. Steven woke up. So do we think that maybe at that point, Mark and however this works, Mark was unconscious. Mark fell out the window, was unconscious. Steven woke up. Steven goes through, finds Harrow in the city center, knows that he sees that he has a scarab. Jake, who is of an understanding, who knows what's going on, does not allow Mark, does not allow Steven to give the scarab to Harrow. And then when they're fighting him for it, he, like, Jake forcibly takes over the body, decimates everybody in the street. Where uh, Stephen wakes up and now he's just, like, bloody and full of blood. Because it, Jake probably, like, punched the shit out of a dude or something. Because the only yeah, other we'll time... Show you, show you those fights when Jake actually took over and it wasn't Mark? Right. Because up until, be awesome. this, up until this point, we haven't seen them get that bloody since episode one. That'd be awesome. And just remember I was asking for those fights, go back and show you those fights. Right. So you'll show his existence like he's been there all along. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you're, you're, <laughs> you're introducing another altar, but it's an altar that's already been there. So like you said, right. have a flashback. And, you know, if now that 
Mark and Steven are talking to each other. They're not just only communicating when they need to like argue about something or when Steven's asking to get the body back or Mark is trying to plead with Steven to take the body over because he's trying to save them. You know, they're communicating now. Then now they had that that cliff scene. They were like Mark woke up and like, Steven, what did you do? She was like, I promise that wasn't me. And if they go back to that, like, okay, well, let's talk about this. You said it wasn't you. I know it wasn't me. So what happened? And then Steven was like, well, when we were in this mountain town, you know, such and such happened. And Mark was like, I don't have any memory of that. You know, so now they're putting two and two together. These hyper-violent situations where there's all this bloodshed, all these people killed. Now they realize there's a third. There's, well, at this point, a fourth. Well, a, a fifth. <laughs> you know, Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, Mark, Steven, you know, now there's Jake. And I, I don't know exactly how they get Jake to come I need out. to get me more personalities. It's, I thought <laughs> I had enough. I was just killing it with three, but apparently I need more. Apparently. I tried to simplify mine. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe Jake's been there the whole time. Jake's been there the whole time. And if like, like we were saying, if they cut back to those actual fight scenes and say that was him, mm-hmm. you... you, you it. I mean, it fits right in the, the profile. And here's the thing that I was going to say when you said about the uh, restraint on the young man, the kid. And he took him to the ledge, and the guy said, you know. Praise Amitabh. Praise Amitabh. A surprisingly deep voice for that, for that, for that actor. You know. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to sound like a kid. He just, he looked young. He looked like he was probably late teenagers, like 18, 19, so, 20. So, so people got their baby face, you know? <laughs> he wasn't cut the scar. He was like, praise Ahmed. I'm like, all right, Barry White. <laughs> Find his, you know, cojones in the... <laughs> look, but the thing about it is, me, I, like I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I've been like, look, dude, he over here. I don't even know geography, but I'm right these coordinates out. That's All what right, they told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm he over there so somewhere. You. you know, you got snacks? I'll go with you. I'll ride with good. you. I ain't trying to die for this dude. It's, all right. Anyway. They, they committed to the <laughs> cause. What I'm saying is this. Two things were shown in that scene. I always like to reference two things. So, one, Kanchu has no clue. He has no clue. He's like, I thought he was going to talk. Gonna like, talk. <laughs> I felt like that was messed up, Kanchu. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be a god, man. I thought you had a little more divine insight in that, but I'm listening to it. I might as well listen to my cousin, man. Right. So he doesn't have a, like any predictions of the future. He's just like a guy. Just like, he'll talk, he'll talk. Oh, I guess he's not going to talk. I thought he was right. going to talk, man. So I love to see that part of him because he's fallible and he's not above manipulation. And I think he's uh, probably closer to humanity than we want to give him credit for. Right. But, it gives the, the God depth, it gives them character. So I love that part about the scene. The second part is that, yes, they did define that Mark is a mercenary. He's showing you his skis on the roof. He's at the beginning of the episode on the rooftop. How you got on the rooftop? We don't know. He was on the back and top of the truck, just to jump off the truck. How you got on the back top of the truck? 
And the guy was on the ground. So you had to go up to get on the truck to jump off the truck. But the way the scene was set up was weird. But okay, I'm yeah. saying it. He's a he's a mercenary <laughs> that that that's very capable of defending itself, right? Mm-hmm. Getting black, uh, bloody violent only if he had to. But has he? Right. Maybe he has never gotten that extreme because you know, when they were talking about execution of the scientists, Mark don't seem like he that comfortable with it. Yeah. So you may absolutely be right, Spider. It may be Jake is the most <laughs> what Jonathan Major says, if you think I'm evil. Yeah, you wait, see, you my, see my variants. Wait, you see my variants. <laughs> and I think he may be the worst one. He may be the bloodlust that Morbius is trying to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hey. Possible. <clears throat> All right, my second question. Go for it. So we saw the Council of the Gods. The yes. different gods came in. Yes. Love the scene. I love the the introduction of the other gods, and we see that you know Kanchu is not the only one with an avatar. Um, my my one complaint with the scene, and this isn't part of the question. My one complaint with the scene was the way that, like, I understand because they get into like the the council or the judgment or whatever, and the gods take over their avatars. The, the council coming up these days. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a multiverse of madness. But my only thing was the only thing I didn't like was just the way that because I understand Kanshu's upset or whatever. But we see that Kanshu is capable of talking in a calmer voice. But when Kanshu was projecting through mark like every time like obviously it was a new feeling from mark because all of the other avatars they were able to you know speak without it without it seeming like it was forceful forceful right and for for every time mark would say something like oh like it's being pulled out of him and he's yelling at the top of his lungs like i don't know it was a bit much it was like that that portion of it was like felt like it was a little bit overacted um but that's like my only like real complaint with the scene but the council in and of itself because we saw how quick they were to map mark judgment on mark and Kanchu, because of course they already don't like Kanchu, because Kanchu was a, a banished god I'm or a shame god <laughs> so they already go Sorry. But they, they they already go in and they already have their bias against Kanshu. They immediately told him it was like, we're not one for your theatrics. We don't need to make ourselves known. We have uh, already decided that we are leaving the matter of gods. I mean, the matter of man alone, kind of like the Eternals. You know, they they are the higher. Huh? Right, all of these all of these people who have the power. To help save humanity, but like, you know what? We're too powerful. We're just going to let man handle on their own. But so we see that they already have this bias against Khonshu. That's why we need Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In 
then so we see after Kanshu is encased in the shop tea, Harrow comes back. So before Harrow was summoned because he was being accused of trying to find Amit's tomb and release Amit. But they, they set up the premise that they these gods only come together when they have to convene for like a big thing, like a Kanshu manipulating the moon. But now Harrow just rolls, strolls back up into the pyramid with the um with the avatar of Osiris, I believe it was. And he's like, Yeah, you were right about Kanchu. So have they been working together? Or did he just why would he just call him back just to tell him that he was right? You know, do we think that there's some ulterior plot between Harrow and one of the Egyptian gods. Like he's he may be aware because even he when he the re- way he got out of being Kanchu's Avatar before. Avatar before. And yeah. So he can start the process of bringing back <laughs> But cause cause my thing is okay, like all right. so you have these gods. Like I don't, I don't know what the powers of these gods are. I don't know what they can see. Clearly, I don't they know. can't. They can't spot a liar. <laughs> you can just straight lie to the gods. It's like, like okay, well, we lie. I, we lie to all the time. Like Harold just came in and was like, you know, this is what you're accused of. Harold's like, well, I was in a desert. Is that a crime to be in a desert? If it was a crime, you know, the sins would be as long as the now. Like, I was just hanging out in the desert. Why? Why are you in the desert? Like, there was no further questions asked. Like, this is supposed to be, this is an accusation. You have to prove how to travel without. Puny God. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I was just in the desert. They're like, all right, this man has committed no crime. We will let him go. (laughs) That's literally all it was. It's like he said one sentence. They're like, all right, you did. No crime in this. (laughs) This man purely enjoys his sand. Let him leave. (laughs) He walks in with the glass in his feet. (laughs) Clearly he loves sand. Of all shards. But it's just the the way that they were so quick, or I won't say they, but at least that one guy was so quick to take Harold's side and so quick to turn on Mark. Because Harold was like, you trust this man, you trust this shame God, this man is clearly yeah. unwell, Kanchu is taking advantage of him, his Spider, mind is broken. Spider, you, you called it, he's using his outside voice inside, you already called it, man. <laughs> I don't even know how to act in this, you're in sacred ground, what you screaming for? Everybody right. else whispering, you're just out of control, dude, go to your room. So, here's my thing, here's my thing. When... Mark was about to swing on Harrow. Was that Mark or was that Kanshu about to swing on him? Did Kanshu still have control of Mark's body or was that Mark about to swing on him? Because I think Kanshu was, was trying to sneak Harrow. He was about to get Will Smith and Rock. He was about to get all the Oscars in one. <laughs> and it was going to be beautiful, but you can't. Can't play like that in a guy's house. We don't know when you're lying. We don't tolerate violence. You can lie to us all you want, but you ain't gonna hit nobody. Lie to us all day. Keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) 
That's a lesson you learned as a child. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my oh, step, man. man. Oh god. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna be okay. <laughs> but um no, so to wrap it up, he's we probably, asked he's probably working with him. He's yeah. probably working with him though. Because clearly uh he has his own maybe he wants to be a god. I mean, right now he's only in servitude trying to be amongst the gods. I mean, if, let's be honest, Spider. Like, I'm kind of Satan with a, a deity, a god. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're a demigod, half the powers. I want a little bit of that for myself. Right. I want some. And then if there's ways to make that happen. I'm trying to explore with that, even if that's going to cause me to go and search for the Infinity Stones or a gauntlet that I can wear so I'm not killed when I hold it or use it or snap my fingers to, you know, reverse what the other snap did. Anyway, the point I'm saying is I won't be Hawkeye forever, even though I'm extraordinary. <laughs> I want some of that sweet super soldier serum. Right. Give me that juice. If you can be like a god, I mean, you laughing at Super Soul Serum. It's like, that's your juicy juice. Like, <laughs> that stuff, I can control lightning and thunder or have the speed of, uh, you know, weather. That's like godly-like stuff. Yeah. So so here, here's my question. We heard in episode two that Harrow made the distinct comparison between Kanshu and Ahmed. That at Kanshu enacts vengeance on those who have already committed, you know, crimes or have already done evil. Amit pulls up evil by the roots. So as, and then as we saw in episode three, Harold spoke to Kanshu Shafti and said, you know, I will admit that I used to enjoy killing for you. And that's my, you know, that's my only sin or that's my, you know, my largest sin. So, does Harold want to become Amit's avatar? You're saying that he wants to be a god, and not necessarily that Amit is a god, but does he want to become Amit's avatar? Because he has the power because of the staff. So he himself doesn't have the powers. So does he want to raise Amit because he told a story about Amit's original avatar betraying her? So is that why he wants to raise Amit? Because he shares of this belief that you know those who are going to do evil are always going to do evil so of course they need to be punished and the way that he can do that is by awaking Ahmet or resurrecting Ahmet and becoming Ahmet's avatar so he can be the 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 avatar of pre 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 vengeance I don't know <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> But it wouldn't, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because how would it play out? Is it like if they no snap? Is it going to be all at once or is it going to be there's a list? Like, yeah, you have to search people out. And that's a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, I guess if that's, a, you know, that's a lot. Well, there's a lot of walking to do on glass. I would hope you get some new sneaks. <laughs> like after all that glass walking, you need something with some comfort, like some hat. <laughs> Hattie, because that's that's a bloody step. Every step you take, <laughs> he's not just leaking blood everywhere he goes. And because it's Disney, 
Question asked, question answered. You can show you blood here, but not blood where it matters. I don't know. Where it makes logical sense. <laughs> I'm just going to say, with all that glass walking and all this outside desert and all this, you know, foreign places, there's an infection Absolutely. waiting to happen. You have like, on sandals. Right <laughs> there, is, there are openings in your shoes. There are open <laughs> wounds in your feet. So you got At sand. At some point, should some of that glass come out, though? Like, we should, it's like, true. episode three, we should <laughs> really no, still Every morning he wakes up. Every he, morning? <laughs> I'm just saying, every morning he wakes up, he gets a new glass or whatever the hell he drank. He, he drinks it, puts his glasses <laughs> up, and he breaks it. Like, do you think about how many glasses he goes through on a daily basis? I'm going to go stay dead. Diamond is not coming back. I'm going to go through all that to prove my devotion, and you're not going to make me a god at the end of it. Oh, man, I feel bad for her. <laughs> This, this show is sadness. It's just that is horrible, man. <laughs> I'm not doing that every day. <laughs> I got better shit to do. Look, I did it once. You know my heart, right? <laughs> walking, he walking on that crane. Like, oh my god! I thought that was you know just to carry it around. Like, you need that. You need yeah. the strength of Ahmed to make it through the day. I'm good. I wear regular work boots. <laughs> I like want to take my boots off. Then I'm going to put shards of glass in there. Can't <laughs> you don't do that to me? Can't <laughs> <laughs> you just takes over your mind and talk to you in the back of your head? Like, I ain't, nah, you, you ain't got to do it. Like. I can do <laughs> right. a little bullying, you know what I'm saying? What do you say? I summon the suit, you summon the worm. That's horrible, man. It's messed up. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's great how he's showing the depth of Contrino, though. Yeah. Because he's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. No, he's not just, at all. Contrino is an he, asshole. Pretty much. And then you get to learn other gods. Because clearly, why didn't Bass show up? So it does make you question. Yeah. If, uh, if these gods are even the right council, were they supposed to take. Shouldn't they all have been there? You know what I mean? They like, because he said that we're going to a meeting of the Ennead. The Ennead is nine gods. We saw it, we found that out in episode one because Mark was, um, Stephen was basically explaining that the poster that was in the museum was wrong because they only had, uh-huh. I think he said on, it only had seven gods on the poster and there's nine in the Ennead. When they got to the council. Uh, well, right. <laughs> the seven. I caught that. But, uh, I caught that. But when they got to the council, there was only five of them. But not only that, they had tons of Shaptis in that inside the pyramid. So how many different gods have they imprisoned just because they got out of line? They didn't like what they had to say. So now nah, you're, you're in stone now. I, no, I won't hear it in stone. Okay. I can say this. If y'all think y'all know, put that in the comment section. But here's the here's a, here's a, Pension his the so clearly in in Egyptian gods list there is like a hierarchy like the chosen few mm-hmm. and then there's like the rest of like the god of you know subsections like dirt and rain and grass and fertility and, and all yeah. of that yeah. but then they had these which was you know the top dog just like in 
the other one they got Zeus and Hades and, and Poseidon, um, Aphrodite. And Poseidon. So they have all of them, and Disney Marvel is pulling them all together, which something I would have did, but I don't have Disney Marvel money. Right. So you're going to get all of those, and then they're going to go all out again because you're going to follow some of your favorite ones, like the Adventures of Hercules, which Disney already have Hercules, so there'll be some comparisons there. And then you'll follow these stories until they're able to, you know, get back together and do these massive cross-ups that's going to just shut up and take my money type of situation. Right. Because you're going to be there for it. I mean, they're killing it with the effects. They're killing it with the storylines. They're killing it with the, you know, the practicality of some things. I've learned to pull back and just, they're going somewhere with this. I kind of trust them. But some people are going to ride and some people aren't. Because if you, you probably wasn't getting pulled in the first two episodes. It just took this third one. And I always say that personally to myself. If you're going to preview something, give them three episodes. If you don't find your groove by the third episode, then it's not for you. You're probably out. Yeah, you're probably out of there. Because Breaking Bad was like that. Breaking Bad, one of the best TV shows that's just, oh my God, the first two episodes you're like what am i watching what is this like where are we going and then when episode three comes they grab you they hold you and they ask you what you thought you was going (laughs) you're like whoa and you're in it and you're in it to however many seasons they had and it was some slow pace, but they took you on an emotional roller coaster ride that you were invested in this teacher, how he became this <laughs> there's many different people's interpretations of what he became. <laughs> some on the Walter White bandwagon and some call him just just horrible. And everybody has their opinion. But the point that I'm saying is the story is so captivating that <sighs> And they're doing that with Moon Knight. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, I just wish, I'm greedy. I just wanted it all at one time. (laughs) You made me wait. You made me eat my vegetables. So, but we got to wait for episode four coming out on Wednesday. (laughs) But before episode comes out, let's ask our final question of episode three. Episode three of Moon Knight. Is it super? How you feel? How you feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a very reluctant answer. It's it's coming together. It's yeah. coming all the way together. It's coming all the way together. Is it? Yeah. Let me answer that by the end of the series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not talking about the series. We're talking about episode three. Episode three. Well, it's only on episode three. It's episode three super. I, I think as is episode three super. It's 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 a it's a very much necessary need a pillar in place to pin it in to stab it in as the transitional point <laughs> of becoming super. And they anchored it in. They anchored, like Moon Knight. You about to be super today, baby. Give me some more of them stakes. <laughs> I found out what to do with them. <laughs> Who have just 
I mean, they were using yeah, it for the. I don't know what it was that they were doing. I know that they partially explained well, it. It was some kind of French something that they were doing. Uh, yeah, and I didn't know that gentleman passed either. So yeah, he, he died. He died in a uh, uh, skiing accident or something like a few months that ago. Horrible. Yeah, I was like, "Oh man, this dude about to blow up." He like he got the charisma, mm-hmm. he got the you know. It's just like I mean, he about I want to see him in something else. And then I found out he passed. I was like, "Damn, way too soon." So too soon. the explanation about that, uh, the character that he portrayed was supposed to be well, the character he portrayed in the comics, that person was Mister Midnight. So, Mr. Midnight, from what I found out, was this um, this guy, he was a sort of like crook. He dealt in, just like in, in, the, in the episode, he dealt in like antiquities, historical artifacts, and all this other kind of stuff, and he stole all of it, but he would only strike at midnight. So that's why they called him Mr. Midnight. Uh, and so, he came across Moon Knight, he like, because of course in the comic books, Moon Knight is like this brutal type of, you know, uh, anti-hero, and he was like, I want to rock with you, so he wanted to be Moon Knight's sidekick, Moon Knight was like, nah, I'm good, I'm working on my own, and so that's when, <laughs> that's when Mr. Midnight became a villain, um, but so I don't know if there was any, not Mr. Midnight, Midnight Man, that was the name of it, Midnight Man, so, uh, Anton Mogart, that was his name, Anton Mogart. Um, so, Midnight Man essentially was a villain of Moon Knight. So, of course, we need to have villains for these protagonists. We need to have antagonists for these protagonists. So, I think that the reason he got, like, speared and then just kind of, like, rolled off into the mist was I don't know if that was a reshoot or a rewrite or if it was like something that was like recomposed at the end of the scene to kind of because he unfortunately passed away. So I don't know if he was originally supposed to like come back like later and like maybe in a Moon Knight season two or if there would be a Moon Knight movie like he'll be some type of foe for Moon Knight. So I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't know. But I will say that whoever's lucky enough to get that opportunity should bring it because the gentleman he he was pretty good at what he was doing because clearly you know him and Layla had something going on right because uh, he ain't about to just like, roll it in and the and the thing about it was was like he I always love I love a calm calm villain like harrow's been doing it like this whole time you never see harrow like rattled or upset or like emotional or angry about anything like anything that anything that happens anything that any like potential wrenches that come in his plan he's like it's fine i'll handle it we'll figure it out like thanos was like mm-hmm. that thanos didn't get angry killmonger didn't get angry you know they were emphatic but there was never like Ah, like rageful, like not knowing what was going on. And Anton was kind of like that too. Like even he was like, you know, he walked up to, you know, cause Layla introduced Steven as like Raul or Carlos. I forget the name that he introduced. She introduced him as, and he was just looking at him oh, like, right. She was like, 
all right yeah okay and then when he starts touching the stuff in the sarcophagus anton comes in and he was like you think i'm stupid like get on you you know and then like even when Layla Layla was like, "Don't trust him." Like he's trying to kill everybody. It's like he just turned around. And was like, "You want to talk to me about trust after you just lied to me?" Ooh. It was like just in that little moment, you can you can empathize with him. He was like, "Yeah, you know, you're an old friend, probably an old you know fling or flame or something like that." And he was like, I was ready. "He was like, I was ready to." He was like, "I was ready to just like bury the hatchet with you." He was like, "I was ready to just be like, all right, we cool." And you come in, you do this. I'm like, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. <laughs> like, he was trying to be nice and all this other kind right. of stuff. And then you come in, you lie to me. You come in here trying to yeah. take my stuff. Mm. But yeah, he, no, was, he was set up for the call. Who's that? Zemo. Zemo, yep. Zemo is probably... <laughs> What's that? <dance> <laughs> <on, yo? laughs> you know, about that? Zemo, Zemo was another one. He was another one who had a plan in place. He, Zemo is probably the only outside of Thanos actually being able to snap. Zemo's the only other villain that set out, did what he set out to do. Right. He literally he got something. it done. He does something. It's funny when you put a plan together. <laughs> <laughs> take a little time. To, all you, to all you villains out there, have a plan. You have a plan. Have a plan. You might succeed. Those who plan, to, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. I couldn't have said it twisted myself. <laughs> Maybe but, I um, but, uh, but, but, yeah. To answer the question, is episode three super? Like you said, it's getting there. It's, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's it's, it's like because like I said last week, it's been building up from episode one. Episode one was like, eh, no, it's not super at all. Episode two was like, all right, I can see where you're going with this. Episode three, okay. you're starting to, like, yeah, you couldn't. I, I, was, I, was, I, I was I was I was reading the cracks between the between the walls, um, but. What? <laughs> ancient Egyptian man, ancient Egyptian artifacts—they're old, so they got cracks. And then you go into the pyramids; they got cracks in the wall. So I'm looking at the cracks in between the walls. So I'm seeing what you can't necessarily see. You gotta, you gotta peek through the cracks, man. But no, episode three—it's like I said—it's it's it's wrapping up. They arrest people for that. <laughs> <laughs> they call them listen, keeping times. Listen, I'm not looking at anybody other than the show. So I'm looking at what's supposed to be seen, but I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, through a crack. I'm not watching nobody get undressed. I'm not, I'm not spying on nobody. But no, it, it's getting there. It's getting there. Like you said, it's like you said, it's just those those first three to four episodes to where you kind of like really got to get into it. And we've talked about this before. It's new character that for those who don't read the comic books who those who aren't familiar with all of these different marvel characters they have a lot of explaining to do and then you have something as complex as did that a lot of people don't understand or won't even try to take the time to understand that you got to be able to explain that and how it affects people and how you know people have to deal with that and so it's a lot of information that you're getting into in just these six episodes so yeah, like we said, it's 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 a slow pace, but I think that 
because now we're getting this explanation, we're figuring out where we need to go, where we have a direction, we have a heading, we know where we need to go, we know what we need to do. Now the only thing right. that is left is to do it. So we got episode four, five, and six. Like we said before, the screeners got the first four episodes. So episodes five and six, everything's probably gonna pop off. So I am looking forward to what the second half of of Moon Knight will give us. But as far as is episode the fight scenes. scenes. The fight scenes the fight scenes, I I I'm the person I'm the type of person who doesn't like I like fight scenes where I can see what's going on. Say for example, Daredevil. Daredevil Netflix Daredevil now Disney Plus. Okay, because I love the action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh so Netflix is Daredevil. Uh, was known for having these long one-shot fight scenes. And I'll say one-shot because they pass it off as a one-shot, but it's, you know, there's some clever camera cuts in it. But I just, ha- just telling all the secrets. So yeah, just right. Tell all of the Hollywood secrets. Every, every, everybody knows. Everybody knows this. But you basically, <laughs> <laughs> but basically you, you have the camera in a fixed position and you watch the fight go on as you are a spectator of that fight. In that scene, the 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 any fight scenes where it's like every time a punch is thrown, a camera cuts, so you don't see because of course nobody's getting punched in the face for real. So anytime a punch is thrown and the camera cuts, <laughs> and the camera cuts to to hide the fight choreography, that takes me that I me personally it takes me out of the fight. Um, so the 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 jump cuts in the fight scene I didn't care for it too much. The suit, the cape is obviously CG because, you know, you have something that flows like that. It takes a lot to try to get it to do what it is that you want it to do in a certain frame, right? Um, and so there was one scene in particular where one of the guys was grabbing on Moon Knight's cape and he was, cape and he was pulling on it. And it was clearly vfx it was not a real cape he was not pulling on real cloth or he was pulling on real cloth and they just like cg the texture into it and it's not perfect it's not perfect by any means but i appreciate that we actually got a fight scene where we got to see moon knight fight you know it's it, it like i said the 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 jump cuts the the cg of course is not perfect but it's a tv show um, then it's not going to be Man, is that the excuses that we're using now? It's, it's it not the Game of Thrones was a TV show too, and they put that budget on them dragons, them dragons look like, oh. Well, I, I, I haven't I seen Game was. of Thrones, so. <laughs> Dude, they're going to come for you. You better go watch Game of Thrones. I'm not watching Game of Thrones. I don't want to watch Game of Thrones. Listen, there's only a little incest. It's not, it's not a whole bunch. You know it's what? Not- we are going to move like past bit, that. Like 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 we are going to move past that. Uh, but what you what did you think about the fight scenes? I thought finally, yeah. <laughs> the fight has come back to Moon Knight. Right. Uh, it was. I think I, I need to see more. Hmm. Before, okay. That's right? fair. That's fair. Because, you know, I am a. Don't get me wrong. Listen, hey. When you talk about guys like, you know, Keanu Reeves and Tony Jaa, and you have these incredible mm. fight scenes in different mm-hmm. movies, and, um, 
lot of that stuff is with training, with product, and we're not saying that Mr. Isaac has to take these fight choreography things because clearly it could be someone else in the suit. But when you're doing these fight scenes, you want to showcase how mystical he is and at the same time how skilled he is. Right. And I know there's a level of hierarchy inside of Marvel. Shang-Chi being one of the men that mastered all of the martial arts styles and fighting styles. He is a master at them all. And then you have somebody that's like Blade that's so old, he's mastered a lot of Kung Fu styles and choreography styles or, you know, fighting styles. Then you have somebody like Daredevil, who's yeah. more of a boxer, right. you know? You have somebody like Spider-Man, whose style is unlike anybody else because he can literally run on a wall and flip and he's very limber. Very different styles. So, I would like to see more of his style so I can identify his style mm-hmm. based off of what, you know, in the comics, I think he was a boxer too, but in here that hasn't been established. Um, I would just like to see, because it's going to come down to fighting styles. When it comes down to loving your favorite characters, you're going to say Wolverine's not going to fight the same as Spider-Man. Right. Doctor Strange doesn't throw a punch at all. He yeah. wouldn't. His hands are brittle. Um, which I don't know why, why you don't just heal your hands, man. Just, just reverse time on your hands and heal you. Anyway, so I don't know. I would have healed my hands. I would have been immortal, but that's just me. Anyway, so everybody has different fighting styles and that's one thing I will say. I would like to see more of his. I mean, I'm actually happy they're showing more long fighting style in the multiverse of madness because mm-hmm. you can see he's using some of uh, Shang Chi's ancient technique with the wire rope, rope blade on the end of the rope, or maybe it's a spell on the end of the rope. I don't know. Anyway, is it Super Spider Episode Three Moon Knight Super? Not super. Why are you yelling at me, man? Because <laughs> I'm being possessed by Kanshu. Kanshu has possessed me. And now uh, I'm the worm. <laughs> no, I'm the worm. I'm the worm. Oh, God. But, <clears throat> no, I think that... I think that is barely super. I would say yes, it's super. <laughs> I was going to say yes, that is super, but it's just it's just crossing that that line between not super and super is just over the line in the super. Like so I said, it's on the opposite side of that line. <laughs> like I said, we're getting there. It's been for me, it's been wrapping up the entire season. Like every episode is getting a little bit better. We're running into some things in the story that I I'm very happy that we're getting to. Like I said about the difference between Mark and Steven now being on that same level, they're having that fluid interaction, that fluid exchange of the body. Layla being more incorporated, we're seeing more of Layla being able to fight. We're seeing Kanshu on the more like I don't want to say relatable level because he's still a god, but it's not just Kanshu just yelling, "Do this, do that." Summon the suit. Like he is actually having a conversation with Kanchu. So we can see that it's it may not have always been, you know, just Kanchu just barking directives at his avatar. Like there may have been an actual like sim symbiotic relationship between Kanchu and Mark. You know, they 
are capable of having conversation. They're capable of talking to each other and being able to try to rationale out a plan as to what's going on. So I'm I'm appreciative of that. So we're getting newer things every episode. So it's it's steadily wrapping up for me. Actually, this question. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna, let the, I'm gonna let the people go because they've been chilling with us far too long. <laughs> they got shit to do, and I don't know what they're listening on uh, with device. So I'm gonna say thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button, and uh, make sure you follow us every week so we can give you all things that's super. But before I let you go, Spider, I'm gonna ask you this question. Uh huh. Will Will we hear and or see? at the end of this series recruiting Mr. Knight or Boone Knight or Mark or Steven to the Midnight Suns I'm going to say no we won't Hmm. my assumption my prediction is that no we won't see Blade at the end of this series um I don't think I don't think Blake will show up like Nick Fury. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I. I, I just. I, I. don't think. And I may be wrong, but as of right now, I don't think he's going to show. What do you think? I think we will see Mahershala Ali at the end of Moonlight, and probably one of the most badass Blade uniforms. I mean, you get the man a trench coat, and his uniform is halfway done. I mean, if you look at him inside of, uh, what, what is this show, Alita, he's blading that. <laughs> he gets the glasses He's pretty much. Had, had suit on. I, I wonder if they saw that and was like, you know what? That's Blade right there. Uh, right there. <laughs> My favorite part in that movie was he got stabbed, and he looked down, and he was like, mm, that looks fatal. <laughs> like, Wow. <laughs> He's just calm with it. Just, yep, I'm about to die. All right. <laughs> yeah. But let us know in the comments below if you think that Blade is going to show up at the end of Moon Knight. Are we going to get a Midnight Suns introduction? We don't know. But as we've said before, if you like what we're doing, click like on the video, subscribe to the channel, leave us all the comments, let us know your opinions and thoughts on Moon Knight. Follow us on all of your major podcast streaming services. We would love to see those ratings and reviews go up. Let us know what you think about uh, the show on those as well. But until next time, (laughs) we will be back next week for episode four of Moon Knight. We're going to talk about Is It Super? Thank you all for joining us this week. We appreciate it. You take care. We'll see you next time.